Good morning, a good Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Kisavai, Tavshin Pei Beis, Erev Shabbos Kodesh. We were holding at the end of the year of this year, we have one more week until uh, the coming of the new year, and this parsha and the next parsha, really the last two parshas before we'll enter into Rosh Hashanah. Also on Matzah Shabbos, we're going to be having the first slichas for B'nai Ashkenaz. And as is popularly said, on the end of the of the Menucha day, the day of Menucha Shabbos, the Shabbos Menucha, we start to begin to ask HaKadosh Baruch for Rachamim. So we see that there's an element of somehow preparing ourselves for the slichas through the Menucha of Shabbos. So there's no question that within this Shabbos, we should be able to find within the parsha Kaychas of Slicha, Kaychas, which will be able to give us the ammunition, which means the ingredients that we need in order to be able to have a good gebench to yor, as we say to each other. And during these days, it should be a good gebench to yor. It should be ksiva chasima toiva. And I want to wish to everybody ksiva chasima toiva. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to, to 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 speak with each other, to do the podcast next week. But you never know, so we always try to say it now. Before I say anything further, I just want to say that this year is a special year, and some people should, not, might not be aware of a halacha, which I want to mention, and that is at the end of a Shemitah year, there's the mitzvah of prusbol. Some people think prusbol is like a prose ball. Without getting into the whole entire halachic ramification, there's a halacha that Shemitah is meshamit, Shemitah removes and nullifies all loans. So if a person gave out loans to friends or family or or a person has loans, a loan a company, I'm not sure, uh, then the halacha is that you have to write a prusbol. If not, the Shemitah is Meshamit. That's a special concept of Shemitah, that Shemitah removes all of the uh, the influences of any loans that take place, no obligations. And we write a prusbol, which is a, a, a document which is basically giving over the loans to Bezdin, and then the Bezdin has the ability in order to be able to institute and to take out the loan, because the halacha of Shemitah only applies between individuals, not between a Bezdin. Today, everyone can do it online. I would just like to remind everybody, you should speak to your local Orthodox rabbi. It's not only Negei Teretz Yisrael, this Negei around the world, and um, and uh, once you do his utmost to get this principal document done before Rosh Hashanah, usually people do it a couple of days beforehand, I would urge everyone to do it a little earlier. There are other Eitzes. just want to say over one thing in Eitzah, which Shlomo Zalman Tetzal said, Shlomo Zalman Arbach said that if a person is not able to do a prusbal, then what he could do is he could tell the lova, the one that borrowed the money, I'm not going to ask you back for the loan until the next year, until Tavshin Pei Gimel, let's say Dalit Tishrei, or Hey Tishrei. And by telling him that, then when the Shemitah comes, since you already told him that I'm excusing you, that you don't have to pay back at this point, so therefore since there's no obligation to pay back until later on, then it wouldn't apply. But this is a, a halachic loophole. But I do want to mention it for the island. People should recognize that uh, this year is a special year and do your utmost to fulfill the mitzvah uh, if you have loans out there. And if you don't have, you don't know if you have loans, it's worthwhile to get the principal document. I think you can go on OU on the website, and you can probably do things online like you can do today, and it's all kosher v'yosher.
Now let's speak a little bit about the parsha, and as we said before, um, how we prepare ourselves for the night for the slichas which is coming upon us. So we're going to try to jump into the parsha. There's some vertlach that we've said maybe in previous years, but I think Chazar is always good. So we'll just start out. We know the beginning of the parsha speaks about the mitzvah of bikurim, of taking from the first fruits that a person is able to when he comes into Eretz Yisrael. And the Pasik says, when you come to the land, that the Kodesh Baruch is going to give it to you as a, as, a, as, a, as a Yerusha, as an inheritance, and you're going to reside in it, you should take from the first of the fruits of the land. Then you put it into a basket, you bring it to the base of Migdash, you bring it to the Kayan, and I'm jumping ahead, and the Kayan takes it, he puts it into the basket, and then you say over a whole concept which is called Vidui of Bikurim, and you exclaim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you know, we went through such difficulties. Love and tried to destroy us. The Egyptians tried to destroy us. And finally, we, we got into Eretz Yisrael. And now you gave us this land. We're Zorchot to the land, the land of milk and honey. We're very, very happy that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us this land. We want to exclaim our HaKadosh Satoiv to the Rabbani That's a simple shot. One of the yukum which we said previously is it says from the fruits of the land to Takasha because we know Bikurim is really taken from the Shiva Saminim. And the Shiva Saminim are Eretz Chita Sarabagef and Rimun, Eretz Shem and Advash. The majority of them are all items which are fruits from trees, they're not fruits from the ground. So what's the Pshat? We say Miresh is called Priyadama. So we said over previously, uh, the Chidah brings down a few different pshatim that one pshat is is that um, when we take the when we go through the process so the halacha is you're supposed to put a little sign what's called a gemi on the let's say the grapes and, and in the beginning of its growth period and you say this is going to be for bikurim at that time it's what's called baiser baiser is unripe grapes unripe grapes you do not make a priya eights on it, you make a priya doma because it's not considered fully grown, it's not fully fully made. And therefore that's the pshat, the Lakach narration is called Priya Doma because we're speaking about the time when you're putting the gemi on it, that's where we're going to take it. Uh, that's when we're going to, to be expressing this 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 uh, feeling that we have. Another pshat is that one of the Shiva Sabidim is Chita. And Chita means if a person eats raw wheat, then you make a priya doma. One of the questions is that that's only one of them. The majority are really precious, are really pre Um The one pshat that I, I want to just focus in on is that he says an interesting pshat that it could be this is a remez, it's a remez to man. Man is considered meresh's called priyadama. Adam comes from the offer. Offer, he was created from the offer. He was nivra from the adama. And we know that because of of Adam's sin, so the, the, the earth was cursed. Arur Adama. So, now what we're doing is we want to rectify the, the, the chet of Adam Arishan. Taking from the fruits of the pre Adama of what's called what Adam Arishan, who, who, he was the one that he did the sin by, by eating from the, uh, from the fruits of the land improperly, what's called the Eitzadas. So that's the, that's the remnants of the Priyadam. Priyadam is going on man. And it could be there's a little bit of, a, of, a, of an aimic to this is, is that this is a tikkun 
because we know that why was Adam Arishan banished from Gan Eden? Why did he have the, the Chet? What did the Chet cause? That Because he was a Kafui Taiva. Because he, he, he did not give back goodness to HaKadosh Baruch when he said, Oh, it was Ha'isha Zois, Hashem Asati, Mother, she's the one that caused me to the Chet. So what's the Tikkun for the Chet on the mission? Is a person not to be a Kafui Taiva? But a person to what? A person should express out loud how much he is thankful to HaKadosh Baruch How much he has HaKadosh Baruch So Rabbi Isai was thinking about the end of the year, was thinking about the Chet of Adam Arishan, because we know that the whole purpose of Rosh Hashanah is really to bring us back to that state that Adam Arishan that was never on Aleph Tishra and he went into Gan Eden and he sinned on that day and then he's banished. So it's very interesting that this week's parashat is a little remez to this whole concept. And what do we see? What is the tikkun? What's the best way for a person to overcome the iniquities and the sins that we unfortunately go with? And when we recognize how much we have to thank HaKadosh Baruch how much we have to be makertav. And that's really the tikkun. So the Rashi's called is to remind us, bring us back into this pristine state of when we were in Gan Eden, and hopefully this will bring us back to the matzav of Gan Eden. Um, I saw brought down that Rav Sturbuch Shlita writes he should be gesund stark. We say you have a lot from him now. We have a beautiful new sefer that he has recently published. That um, we see that Hakaras Hatayv, it's it's all encompassing. We, we we express so many things. Look at our whole process, everything that went on from the beginning of the time when, when, when love was trying to destroy us. Why do we have to speak about the things? Just be thankful for what you have today. The answer is no. If a person is not completely, completely cognizant of the fact that every single moment of his life is really matot of HaKadosh then that's a lack of HaKadosh and that's, a, not, that's being a, to a certain extent a coffee type. When you're bringing up the fruits and you're bringing it to the kind and you're exclaiming this, you have to put everything into the pie, so to speak. Like we see a similar thing in the Agada, that we say, Sometimes we have to even express those time periods when things were not so good, things were not so happy. But HaKadosh Baruch was watching over us, and we have to be mefarsim, the chesed of Hashem. And I think this is such an important thing, for us to express the chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Like we say, the Balasada comes, and he thanks HaKadosh Baruch and he has to bring it to the base of Mignosh. And he has to explain it, he has to express it to everybody, everyone has to hear it. The Pasuk until him says, I thank you, Hashem, I call out your name. And the Gros says that besides the obligation it is for a person to say, to thank Hashem, but it's also incumbent upon the individual to be to call out the name of Hashem, to tell everybody else, to express to them, I want to, th- I want to give thanks to HaKadosh Baruch And I think at this point I would like to just express, I've expressed it in the past, but I just want to mention, a new nuance of our, of our expression of HaKadosh Tov, and everyone has what to be marked Tov. You know, Simchas, Baruch Hashem, we were Zoycha in our own family, be able to have a grandson who got married, we had a shop, we had a week of Sheva Baruchas, and a lot of Nachas, and then HaKadosh Baruch gave us an extra additional Matana, which I'm expressing it now to the Olam, really thanking HaKadosh Baruch for it, but our granddaughter, the daughter of our son-in-law, Rabbi Eli Magolius, and our daughter Yael, Tzivi, uh, now Filer and her husband Shlomo, they had a baby boy this past Sunday, 
And Mirza Hashem, there's going to be a bris. And we were Zorcha, the Rebetzin and I, that we have a new nin, a new great-grandson, and it's really beyond our expectation. We want to express hadot to the Rebbein Shalom. We want to do it bekira b'shmai. We want to say it out loud. We want to be th- express our thankfulness for all the goodness. And there's so many simchas. I know there's a simcha just last night in one of the Ner Yaakov Tal- two Ner Yaakov Talmidim, Yechiel Salzberg and Reuven Goodman, that their children got married. We want to wish them mazel tov. And again, a tremendous hakar satayv, that two families that knew each other from when they were in yeshiva times, and now Baruch Hashem, mechutanim. So that's a great, great thing. And as I said to the Yalem, that I heard from them, that you learn a lesson from this, that when you're roommates with people, even when you're 18 years old in yeshiva, make sure you're nice to them, because you never know, you might end up being there, mechutanim. There's an expression that the Avudaram says, why is it that all the brachas of, of Ashmar Esrei, when we hear the Chazar Sashats, we all answer Amen in order to exclaim that we're, we want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to, 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 to fulfill this. But in the bracha of Maidim, we don't just say Amen. We, the Kahal has to say Maidim the Rabbanon, which is a shortened version of Maidim. And the Avu the Ram says, because in Evid, when he thanks his master, right, he can't, you can't thank him through a shleach. A person has to go himself, and a person has to express it to the master. So each person, when we hear the maidim, we excels have to express the maidim in return. Everyone has to have the expression of maidim. It's not just enough to send amen. Amen is sending a shliach. It's like you're sending a malach up to say thank you. And he brings down the famous maizer, when he went through his operation in his 90s on his heart, and there was a famous doctor, a non-Jewish doctor that came from Cleveland, in order to perform the operation, and after Yashiv recovered, the doctor came to him, and Rav Yashiv asked the members of his household they should teach him how to say thank you in English. And when the doctor came in, Rav Yashiv said to him, Doctor, thank you, thank you. He said the words thank you. He wasn't an expert in English, but he wanted to say it in English. And everyone asked Rav Yashiv afterwards, why is it so important that you should say it in English? You could have said, Yashukach, you could have said, but we could have translated what it meant. He says, no. Hakaras Hataiv is expressing it the way the person himself should understand it, because you really want to express Hakaras Hataiv. Rabbi said, this is a great, great vort. And this is something that we want to ex- exclaim at this point. If you want to know what's the best Eitzah for the end of the year, Rabbi Sai, be a Makar Toiv. Have a Karasat Toiv. Every aspect of thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for everything that He does from us. Another word we want to say in the Parsha, a very famous word again, such a great word, so it's worthwhile to say it over, that what do we say? We say that we came to Eretz Yisrael and um, it says... We came to this place. What does Rashi say? And then it says, And he gave us this land. Everyone raises the point that it's out of order. It should have said, We got to the base of Mignesh afterwards. The base of Mignesh was only built afterwards. Why do we say the base of Mignesh was built before? Famous word, which is said over many, many Svarim. That the Targum, uh, Targum Yonason ben Azil explains in the Pusik in, in Shmois, I'm going, I, I took you on the wings of evil. So it says, 
that on Leil Pesach, Klai Yisrael, they wanted to bring, the, they, had to, they had to bring Korban Pesach. They had to shech the Korban Pesach, you have to eat the Korban Pesach, that has to be done at the Beis HaMikdash. So it says, all of Klai Yisrael was taken on the wings of evil, on the wings of, of, of eagles, <laughs> that night, to eat the Korban Pesach, in, in, um, in the Beis HaMikdash. That's what v'yotzi'enu Hashem b'mitzrayim. V'yavyenu l'amokim. That's pshat the pasuk. Hakadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim that night, and he brought us to this place. Where did he take us? He took us to the base of English. And then what happened was, he returned us back to Mitzrayim, right? Right. And 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 eventually, we're going to get back to the land in a different fashion, which is going to be the land first and then base of English. But but the way it really transpired historically was that Hakadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim in Leil Pesach, and he took us to to the base of Migdash. That's why it says to the base of Migdash. And only afterwards did he take us to the land of Eretz Yisrael. And he says that's pshat we say in the Oz Yosher Ne Alto Ba'Oznucha El Nevei Kachecha. Hakadosh Baruch Hu took us he lifted us up Ba'Oznucha El Nevei Kachecha to the high place of the of the of the Kodesh, which is the base of Migdash. We didn't go there. They weren't there yet. They were still in Mitzrayim. They were getting through the Yamsuf. So the answer is no. HaKadosh Baruch already had taken them out. He already had taken them to the Debeis HaMikdash. There was a free trip, Rabbi Sai. There was a free trip that Klai Yisrael got um, on, on Eagle Airlines, which took them to Eretz Yisrael. So that's a Gevalda Kavort that we wanted to share with the Yolo. Now, we know that the message, really the theme of the parasha, from the beginning of the parasha to the end of the parasha, is the Indian of Simcha. At the end of the parasha of Bikurim, we say, We've mentioned it previously. Or Achayim HaKadosh's famous, famous pshat. We'll just say one of the pshatim, it's going on the Torah. There's no, not, no, nothing greater than Torah. And if people would be margish, the misikus, the, the deliciousness, the sweetness, and the, and the arevus of the Torah, of the Torah, they literally would run after it, and the Torah includes all the Torahs that are in the world. So that's one thing, is the, the Indian of Simcha. The second thing is we know that in the Klolos, which we're soon going to speak about, in this week's parasha, we know that the famous Pasuk says, the reason why all of the Klolos, all of the curses, all of the hardships, Really, really <laughs> horrific hardships, which unfortunately come in Klal Yisrael, is because we didn't serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu Vlev. And this is uh, one of the things we have to try to focus on before the sleep before Rosh Hashanah. A lot of times we get involved with so many things that we have to take upon ourselves, we lose sight of the fact that we have to be Besimcha. I saw a Maisa now that Reb Zaydel Epstein, Zaychatzadak Levracha, the Meshkinach of Yeshiva's Torah, or and one of the great, great Bali Musa, a Talmud from Rib Shimon, and his yard site is this week, he passed away 15 years ago. He happened to be Shtukl Meshpach with us, and I knew him. And Rib Zaydel on Rosh Hashanah, the Bachram saw him, he was singing Atta Vechartanu with a lot of enthusiasm. Atta Vechartanu Mikoloamim, you know, Litvish uh, way of singing it. Right? He was singing it, Atta Vechartanu, how precious we are, that we're the chosen people. And the Talmudim, they said to him, Rebbe, you know, in Rosh Hashanah, it's Yom Adin, right? How could, you, how could you express yourself in such a way? So he told him, you count the Litvaks. 
if we don't understand the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that look at HaKadosh Baruch Hu, He's giving us an opportunity for us to ask for Slicha, and Mechila, and Kapara, and to accept Him as the Melech. Rosh Hashanah is really a time for accept Him as the Melech. And we're the chosen people. Rabbi Isai, the theme of how we're able to get through the Klolis is through understanding that through Simcha, through joy, that's the way we get through Klolis. The Reb Meir Mipar Shalan says an unbelievable word. He says in the Klolis, we know that the Klolis, the purpose of the Klolis is, we read it now, we want that the year should end, with the Klolis should be finished. And this year, unfortunately, 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 there have been a lot of a lot of tragedies and a lot of hardships, and until this very day, so many people that need Yeshua's and Rafuas. And it's really beyond that description. And how do we take it? How do we understand it? Only the Rabbanishim is the is the Shaifit, Kalaritz Yasa Mishpat. But what we ask and we pray is that the end of the time should be the the Klala should be finished with Tachal Shana Ubirchusal. The new year should be a year of brachas. The Zayar says that the klolis itself, within the klolis, you find the brachas. What does that mean? Remeir Parshalan says it, Al-Piderach HaRemez, Pigamatrius. He says, if you want to know how many words there are in the parish of the klolis, there's 676 words. Now, it's interesting. In the same parish of klolis, we mentioned the name of Hashem, the Shem Avaya, 26 times. I've noticed it in previous years. If you go through it, you'll see. It says the Shem Havaya twenty six times. Hashem, Yan Echa Hashem Shama, Vavat Hashem Esavech Hashem Yisrochenu Hashem. The kids are twenty six times. We know that twenty six times the Shem Havaya. Guess what, Rabbi? It's six hundred and seventy six. The Shem Havaya, Rabbi said. The Shem Harachamim, the Midas Harachamim, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Mahapech the Klolis the Brachos. That's pshat, the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, until Rabbis rose tzaddik, umikulam yatzilenu Hashem. There are a lot of rows. Rows is Begimatria 676. There are a lot of rows, but for the tzaddik, yatzilenu Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch will be happy. The Midas HaRachemim, HaKadosh Baruch everything is Midas HaRachemim. Even if we think that it's not Midas HaRachemim, but we know it's really Midas HaKadosh Baruch is the one that's the Rachemim HaKol Masov. And therefore, when we take a look at the Klolos, for sure, the simple understanding is we have to learn from the Klolis to recognize that Kodesh Baruch Hu is Oysa Mishpat and that we want brachas and that we have to better ourselves. But Rabbi said, the, the Klolis themselves, within them, you find the site of the brachas. We said over in the past, the Gavalik, that the Chidah says in the Pesach, Shorcha Tavuach Lefanecha, one of the, one of the, the Klolis which is mentioned is um, the Pasuk, which says, Shorcha Tavuach Lefonecha. Your Shor is going to be Tavuach, is going to be shechted in front of you. So the, the Pasuk says something like this. Listen to this. So many things over here. It says your 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 axe will be shechted in front of you. You won't be able to eat it. Your your donkey will be stolen for you. I hope you won't be returned to you. Your your sheep will be given to your enemies. And no one will save you. Let's take a look at the end of the pasuk and we can read it like this. This is the real pshat. At the end, we turn it around. We read it like Mafreya. 
And the Pasuk is read like this. Take a look at the last words of the Pasuk. Again, Perik Chavches, Pasuk Laman Aleph. You don't see it inside, you're missing out on the beauty of this word. The Pasuk says like this. Read it from the end. Mashiach, yeah, you're going to have a Mashiach. You won't be given to your enemies. Your sheep will be given back to you. And the not in front of you will your chamor be stolen. From it you will eat. Your short will not be shechted in front of you. Rabbi Sai, it's a gewaldic, gewaldic message over here. The message is, is that the Rabbi Islam is watching over us. And sometimes when we see things, they look like raw. We have to know it's really a toiv. You just have to be mahapachit. And that's pshat. The shayfet kol aretz yasa mishpat. The Rabbi Islam on Rosh Hashanah, we know when we blow the shayfer, he's going to go from kisi adin to kisi rachamim, to the, to the, to the shayma vaya. That's really what we want. And 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 everything is really letayva, everything is really for good. So this is a message: the samachta. We have to be happy. I was about to say over a mice last week that I saw not in the sefer from Sternberg, but we know that I I said it over this week and last night when we spoke about the Queen of England. Queen, I'm not going to go into everything we spoke about last night. It's worthwhile to listen to that podcast. I think it's very very valuable. It speaks about the union of real malchus and what we can learn from the Queen of England. I just saw a few things about her. You should know that, you know, she fought in the war, World War II. She was a, in the uh, English army. She was a mechanic. She knew a lot about cars. She herself was very, very friendly to the Jews. She was very, uh, someone said over that the Chazanish said, a raya from her, that sardines are considered a, a, an item which is brought al shulchan malachim, because it seems that she used to eat sardines. Some people say that some of the kings of England, they used to eat only geshechted food. They felt that that was, that was healthier. But the main thing is, we want to bring out like this. Rabbi Moshe Sturmbach, when he was a young boy, and he was in the Blitzkrieg in England, and as I said in the, in the podcast, many, many children were sent to the, to, the, to the countryside. But there were also people that were sent out of the country. You know, England was then the empire of many, many countries in the world. So there was New Zealand, there was Australia, there was Canada. And there were a group of Yidden, Yiddish kinder that were, were going on a gun on a boat, and they were going to go to Canada. And Rebbe Sternbuch, who was then was an Almana, Mrs. Sternbuch, Allah Shalom, the mother of Rev Meisha, was an Almana. She was worried about her son, and she thought maybe she should send him to Canada on the boat. But she wouldn't do anything without speaking to a great tzaddik. The great tzaddik she went to was Rebbe Elia Lapian, Zechot Tzaddik Levrocha. Ah, and Rebbe Elia. She said, Rebbe, I need you to do a goyol hagra and show me what to do. Rebbe Elia said, I can only do a goyol hagra on a Monday and a Thursday and when I'm fasting. And that's the only time I can do it. And they had to have an answer right away. It seems either it was Monday or Thursday, I can't remember which day it was. That particular day, Rebbe Elia wasn't able to, 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 to fast. And if he said if he didn't fast, he wouldn't, do, he wouldn't commit himself to do the, the goyol hagra. Then they waited till the following, either Monday or Thursday, whatever it was, and they asked him again, and it seems he wasn't able to fast, and he wasn't able to give her an answer. And the boat was going to leave the next day. She didn't have the answer, and she said, if the tzaddik didn't give me the answer, then Sheva Tasa Adif, and she left her son, Rav Mosh, and she was worried. Her children were going to be chas The blitzkrieg was coming. What's going to happen? But she had a munus chachamim, 
And the Maisa was that that particular boat, unfortunately, a tremendous Klala came and that, that particular boat was sunk by a German submarine and all the children that were on that boat died. Rav Moshe Sturmbuch was kept alive. Rabbi Sai, we don't understand the Cheshbainus of the Rabbainus Shalalem, but within the Klalas, look at that, Rav Moshe Sturmbuch has remained alive and Baruch Hashem, he's alive with us. We hope and we pray to go in front of Mashiach Tzidkeim with all of us. Ah, I want to wish everybody a good Shabbos, Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Kisovoi. We should feel the Simcha that we are Zoichet to be able to be from the Am HaNifchar, from the Asher Bochabonim, Amim. We should be Zoichet Mitzvah Hashem to ask HaKadosh Baruch on this Matzim Menucha for Slicha Mechila, which be Zoichet that this year, Tovshin Pei Gimel, we said already, your Rambas last night, we'll say it again. It should be a big pidyon, a big redemption for Klai Yisrael. We should all write the prisbals. We should make sure that the Shemitah is with us and with the kim of the mitzvahs and making sure that the mitzvahs are the happiest thing in our lives. All the brachas will come for us and for God's Klai Yisrael. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos from Yishalayim Yerakadosh. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.